Last week, we, we talked about dreams being the language of God, that, that dreams are the, the target of your faith, and they have a habit of coming true and blessing other people when you latch on to dreams from God. If you missed the, that one or maybe the one before, they're online, you can certainly listen to them and we'd kind of be in the same flow with everyone. This week, we're going to be talking about finding the dream, finding dreams from God. And we're going to start off again with that same prayer. And here it goes. Uh, again, I know this is a little bit different language in the way we speak. We don't quite talk like this, but I think that you are smart enough to grab hold of exactly what he's saying. Disturb us, Lord, when we are too well pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we have dreamed too little, when we've arrived safely because we sailed too close to the shore. Again, disturb us, God. Mess things up, throw a wrench into things, just shake the tree when I've been dreaming too little. He keeps going. Disturb us, Lord, when, when with the abundance of things we possess, we have lost our thirst for the waters of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity, and in our efforts to build a new earth, we've allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. He's saying, disturb us, God, whenever I've stopped wanting to live life. Uh, you've heard before, every, everybody dies, but not everybody lives. Well, he's saying, hey, I want to live disturb me, kind of rock my world if I'm not dreaming. Finally, he says, disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture on wilder seas where storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of land, we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push back the future in strength, courage, hope, and love. This we ask in the name of our captain, who is Jesus Christ. Disturb us, Lord, to dare more boldly, to, to leave, leave the shore and just go out there and just risk it all. He, he even says, God, um, mess up my life when it's gotten too easy. Help me, just throw me into the middle of a storm. And I've said every week, and I'll probably do it again next week, not often do we pray like this. Not really. I, myself included. It's mostly, God, will you fix this? Will you save me from this? Will you um, take care of this situation in my life and make things easier for me? Very, very few times do, do we ever say, God, will you just jack my life up? Will you just throw me out into the middle of the ocean and, and let me sink or swim, but you know, don't let me die? You know? uh, God, will you, will you make things so that I have to reach for you? Take me away from the shore. Take me away from uh, all the things comfortable. I want to dream big. So it's not very often that we actually pray like that, but I think, I think we should. Now, in today's world, let's say that you are trying, that you're dreaming. You're saying, God, I want to dream big dreams. I don't want to dream too little anymore. I do want to dare boldly. Well, we live in a world that likes to squash that. It wants to, to, there's things that happen that try to kind of take the wind out of your sails as you're trying to go uh, out into the middle, that as you're trying to sail far away from the shore. Things, um, things that even might make us want to give up on humanity in general. You know, what's the use? Well, I mean, are we doing any good? Have I made any difference? It, the, the world seems to be just spiraling downward. Um, Y'all know what I'm talking about, you know, things like the, just the killing. I'm talking about senseless, just people killing people 
for, for no reason. It happens here in the U.S., you know, cowards with guns going to shoot folks. And we just, across the world, people are fighting over, over stupid things. Well, you might think, gosh, I don't know. That, that wants to kill my, my, my dreams. What about the drama that you face on a day-to-day basis at work, at school, at home? All the nonsense that, that goes on, everything you see happening, you think, is this, can, can, is it really? Really? Do we really live in that world where this matters, where that matters? I mean, these things are ridiculous. Is anybody feeling me that you thought, had any thoughts like this? Um, you know, the lies, the hate, just uh, the world can drag you down and stop you from dreaming big. What, what, what the, the goal of all of that is, is to make you just try to survive. That, that, that's, what, that's, where, you know, that's where the devil, that's where the world is trying to take you. Just, if, just make you get into that survival mode. I'm just trying to make it through the day. Well, I want to dream big. I think God wants us to dream big. And, and survival is a step, you know, the survival mode is a step before dying. I don't want to do that. I want to, let's go. I don't want to be dragged down. Well, um, there's a guy in the Bible that we read about. His name was Habakkuk. I'm going to call him Hab, okay, because I don't want to say Habakkuk a thousand times today. So this guy, Hab, had this same type of experience. In his day, when he he was alive, as a matter of fact, what we're about to read was referring to people that were supposed to be good, supposed to be following God. So it was that group of people, and uh, things weren't going well. And he, Hab finds himself in a place like, God, really, is this the way it's going to be? I can't believe this is going on. What use is there in me dreaming big? And he starts to complain to God. And we've probably, many of us have found ourselves here. Here we go. Chapter 1, starting in verse 2. Lord, I continue to ask for help. When will you listen to me? Maybe, I, I know I've pretty much prayed that. I cried to you about the violence, but you did nothing. People are stealing things and hurting others. They're arguing and fighting. Why do you make me look at these terrible things? The law is weak and not fair to people. Evil people win their fights against good people. So the law is no longer fair and justice does not win anymore. Does that, does that sound possibly like the world we live in today? Well, they, he, they dealt with it way, way back when this was written. Uh, it's things like this that can take our attention off of and try to cut the legs out from underneath us dreaming, dreaming big dreams from God. Now, if you continue to read in this, in this book of the Bible, you'll you see a conversation happen between him and God. And essentially, as it goes on, God tells him, hey, I got this. Okay, I got it. I got it. Don't worry, you know, I got it. Well, even though that happens, he's still struggling. Hab is still struggling. He's searching for God, and he, he finds himself doing a few things that are very smart, and I think we can apply them to our lives today, especially thinking about dreaming big. And he, after he does that, God gives him some direction that I think we can also apply to our lives, and we should bring it, bring it in to our, you know, our daily life. And so here, here it is. Here's what we can do to find our dreams, find big dreams from God when the world around us is trying to squash it, 
when experiences in life and what people have done and maybe what we've done, and may, when all those things are trying to stop you from dreaming and you're like, God, I, I still, I'm struggling, I'm trying to find it, but I can't. Here's, here's what we can do. And Hab writes here in the book two, second, in uh, chapter two of his, uh, of his piece of the Bible, here's what he said. He's like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'll climb up to my watchtower on the wall and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. So I wanna look at a couple things or a few things that happen here. First, if you notice, the first thing Ham says, life's not fair, nothing is making a difference. Seems like the bad people have more money than the good people and the bad people get away with stuff and the good people don't and you know, nice guys finish last and that's what he's saying. And then he says, all right, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna climb up into my watchtower. Anybody, you know, maybe, maybe you've been a guard at STP or something, you've got those, the hut or you, you, there all alone. Well, you know, th- that's what this guy did. He, he climbed in there, he's got all alone. The first thing he did was he, he decided to withdraw. He's like, okay, I'm gonna, let me, let me get away from the madness for just a little bit. Let, let me separate myself uh, and, and get away from the drama, for, even if it's just for a few moments, because um, I need to hear what God is saying. I need to find these dreams that, that I know God has, but I'm struggling, I'm struggling to find them and I'm actually complaining a bit. And, and by the way, a lot of times we get addicted to drama. If there's no drama in our life and there's no problem in our life, we don't know what to do, so we go make some or we go find some, okay? So if that's you, stop it, all right? Just stop it. Um, that was free. Jesus himself decided to withdraw when he needed to hear from God. Luke 5, 16, here's what Jesus did. Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. So he got away from the drama. It's hard to dream and it's hard to hear, really hear from God in the middle of constant distraction. When life is so busy and just this, everything's happening and and you're trying to deal with this, and you've created drama, and, and you're liking it, but because you don't feel like you have a use any other way, and it just, all kinds of things happening, sometimes you need to withdraw. Hold on. You know, go somewhere where your phone doesn't work, and, 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 and just kind of get away. This guy, have he climbed up into a watchtower away from the hustle and bustle, away from whatever exactly he was complaining about, and um, he said, okay, let, let's I, 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 gotta, I just got to get away, and it didn't have to be far. Um, you know, I think of getting away, I'm like, hey, let's, I need to go to Sweden. You know, I, I want to, if we're going to get away, let's get away. Well, it doesn't actually have to be real, really far, but have you ever wished maybe you could climb up into some tree house out in the middle of the woods? I mean, you're safe, don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about, you know, living off of grubs. I'm just saying, you can Get away. You know, maybe, maybe lock yourself in a room and y'all just don't knock on the door. I was telling Diana last night as the TV was on in our, our uh, family room, my kids watching TV, and we go to bed, I said, we got to get a thicker door. I can hear that television. You know, I, I want it to be quiet. And um, Have you ever felt like if I could just get away? Maybe, maybe you're getting away would be getting on a, a boat in the middle of the 
you know, the middle of the ocean or the middle of a lake somewhere and just, all you hear is nothing. You know, maybe a fish hitting the water from time to time, you know, just getting away. A, you know, a few weeks ago, Diana and I went to Utah. I have a, I have a picture of it. Now, that, I don't, that beautiful woman there is my wife, Diane, in case you didn't know. But the water behind her is actually the snow melting off of the mountains there in Little Cottonwood Canyon, where we were, right outside of Salt Lake. And we have some video and things of that, and it's just the water rushing down. The water was cold, uh, really cold. The, the air was, you know, real crisp. It was, we were able to wear a jacket and shorts, as you can see, and it's just really, really nice. And I stopped at one point as we're hiking up this mountain trail. And I just stopped just to listen to the water. And it was so nice because we were all alone. And just, you know, this, this is, you know, maybe I should move here. You know, but, then, but then I'm not made for the cold, so I'm not, I'm not moving there. That was as cold as I wanted it to be. Uh, it, but it, it was an awesome time to just kind of be secluded and get away. If you're looking for and trying to find a dream from God, getting away, withdrawing is one step you can take to help you get there. The next thing that our our guy Hab did, he said, there I will wait to see what the Lord does. The the next thing is wait, be patient. God, I I I want to dream big, so I need that dream today, and, and I've got a meeting in 20 minutes, so let's get this on the road. Well, may not happen quite that way. Wait, Here, here's a, somebody in, in Psalms talking to God. Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in him. If you're looking for a dream, you're trying to latch on to big dreams from God, get away from the hustle and bustle and wait. Hope, have, have hope, talk to God, but, but just kind of, you know, okay, relax a second. Take a breath, and let's see, let's just see what God might say in your heart. I was watching a movie a few weeks ago, and these two guys uh, were on the, on the top of a building. They were doing a stakeout. One was a cop, and the other one was something. And they, they were staking out this other building, waiting for the bad guys, you know, to spy on them and show up. And so it shows the, the it's a comedy, but it's, it shows them on top of the building, and one guy is just sitting there, you know, all, all calm and collected. He's just being patient. The other guy is pacing back and forth, you, just like your kids have done when you take them somewhere they don't want to be. Oh, my gosh, how long is this going to be? He's like, how long? The guy's like, look, man, this is a stakeout. This is how these things go. And the other guy, well, can't we, like, take a break or do something? How long have we been up there? And the guy looks at his watch, and he says, 12 minutes. Um, we do that to God. How long? I'm tired of waiting. Well, just wait. Just hold, hold on a little bit. In today's world, we're programmed to always be in a hurry and always be busy. Sometimes we should withdraw and then just wait. Just, just hold on. Uh, constant busy, busyness is an enemy of prayer and hearing God. It, it's going to fight against it. That's why it's so easy to always be busy. In our lives, waiting has become a nuisance instead of a, a virtue. And you want me to prove it to you? I want to prove it to you in case you think I don't know what I'm talking about. We're going to do a test. I want you and me, everybody, stop it. 
I talk to my devices all the time. Uh, I want you to wait for one minute for me to continue this message. Three, two, one, go. It's only been 30 seconds. One minute. Kind of uncomfortable, huh? Just to sit there like, you're wasting my time. I came for more than that. You, you almost, almost felt like you were holding your breath. Like, hurry for the minute. <gasps> okay. We've been programmed that, hey, I'm that way. If I order my food somewhere, you know, it doesn't... It, yeah, I want, you to, I want you to have it all fresh and cook it as I order it and all that, but it needs to be here in three minutes or less. You know, we, we're not programmed to wait. We tend to fight against it. And that could be one of the reasons that we struggle finding and hearing dreams from God because we don't, we don't just wait, just hold on. You have to go through life. I'm not, I'm not saying you seclude yourself. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live out in a tent for the, until I hear from God. Well, maybe you should do that in life, but you may need to pay bills, so you may have to work. You may have to, you know. But I'm talking about in your search for dreams from God, sometimes just hold on. Don't, don't be so antsy. Just hold on a minute. The piece of advice for you uh, when you've decided to withdraw and wait, take the opportunity to talk to God. Take the opportunity to, to read your Bible, and, of course, take the opportunity just to sit there and be quiet. Try it for a minute a day, if, if you, a minute, and then, and then maybe after a while you can do it for two minutes, and, and just, just see. Just see how much that might help you in hearing things from God. Take a few minutes or moments to look for your answers to your questions. Take a few moments to uh, talk to God, and then take a few moments to be still and wait. Now, God keeps talking to our friend Hab here, and here's the third thing that he does. God actually tells him to do this. This is in chapter 2, verse 2. This is God speaking. He said, write my answer plainly on tablets. If you remember, uh, Hab said, I'm going to go up there, I'm going to get away, and I'm going to wait and see what God's answer is to my complaint. God responds, I want you to write something down. He told him, write this down. Write my answer plainly on tablets. They, did, they didn't have iPads or spirals back then. So that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It's a dream. It describes the end and it'll be fulfilled. It, if it seems slow in coming, wait patiently. For it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. He's like, all right, you're asking me for something. You want to, you, you have looking for an answer here. 
He went and got away by himself. He waited, and then God said, all right, I'm gonna tell you, and I want you to write it down. The last two weeks, and again this week, I'm gonna be asking you, write down your dreams. Started out the first week, said, write down your dreams. Even just the, even just the bucket list stuff, but and then also the, the dreams from God, the things that you think this is a life dream. Uh, I, I added two to my list this week. One um, is one day I want to go to culinary school to be able to cook well, not for own anything, but just so I can cook good food. And I, but I'm talking like a six weeks course, okay? Not, <laughs> not that's all. That's, that's all as long as I want to go. But my, and that, that's just a, a thing. Another one is for a long time, I've wanted, uh, one day I'm going to be a police officer and I'm going to be just in a reserve capacity. That's what I want to do. I've loved it for, I've done some stuff and, and I've loved it. I've wanted to do that for years and years and years now. I'm waiting. It's not quite time, but I'm waiting. I've added to my list. Add to your list. If you haven't started a list, maybe start one today. After Ahab withdrew himself and while he was waiting, God spoke to him and said, I'm about to give you a dream, a vision for the future, so write it down so it's clear. Something happens when you write something down or you type it in. Something happens. You're putting it down. It's like, okay, now this makes it more real, more legitimate. If you're struggling and if you've been struggling with dreams, having dreams or, or finding big dreams from God, I want to recommend you do what our friend here has done or what he did. First, withdraw. Just, hey, I need a minute or I need a day, whatever it is. And then wait. Talk to God. I mean, because, you know, hey, this is where I'm at. Complain. Habakkuk was complaining. Complain. It's all right. God, I don't, I don't have no dreams. These other people have big dreams and purpose. Where's my? I mean, whatever. Talk to him. And then wait. And if you don't hear an answer and nothing to write down, we'll come back tomorrow and try it again the next day. And keep doing it until you start writing them down and um, have these dreams that are clear. Grab hold of the, these, these verses of Scripture and don't let go of them. God was telling our friend here, Hab, he said, look, um, even if it seems that what I'm telling you is going to take a long time, if it seems slow in getting here, wait patiently. Hang in there. The dreams are coming. I think it's time, we're at a time in our life, personally, I think we're at a time in our life in, in church, and I think as a church and then as individuals, which is actually what the church is, um, I think it's time for us to dream and dream big. Things that maybe you've dreamed before and you just let them go because of some of the reasons you know, that we've said here or other things happen, start dreaming big dreams again. Withdraw, wait, and then write them down. It seems so simple. But why haven't we done it yet? I don't know. So if you haven't, let's try it. Y'all stand up with me. If you're here with us today and you realize that, hey, I don't have, I don't even have a relationship with God. I don't even know how to talk to him. I don't, but I would like to. I'm ready to get going. Well, I want to ask you to pray with me. And if you, if you want to be part of just a, having a, a relationship with God, maybe make a, a commitment to have a fresh start with God, why don't you pray with me today? And I'm gonna, the, if that's you, Pray this with me. If it's not you, will you just will you pray along to help support those that, that it means something really big to their heart? Here we go. 
Lord, I need you. Please come into my life. Please save me. Forgive me. Help me change. Free me from things that are between us. Help me to dream big dreams from you. Amen.